0: People, lesson, please. If your life would you end today, where would you spend eternity? Do you know where you'll go with the cross currents?
1: Welcome to the Cross Currents Radio Show, your spiritual speaker's corner, broadcast and podcast. Religion. Some people can't get enough of it, and some don't even want to talk about it. Others would even claim that religion is the root of all evil. Over 90% of the world's population adheres to some form of religion, yet it's becoming increasingly more common to use the term religion as synonymous with private superstition that has no place in public discourse. In this sacred series of TCC Radio, we again take you in the studio and on the street with our outreach radio team to talk truth about who is religious and who is not. In light of eternity, Christians must learn to graciously expose the lie that our religion is just one of many ways to God when the one we are following publicly proclaimed and proved to be the only way. And now let's get this show on the road. In the studio and on the street with the Cross Current Radio Show.
0: This is Corey and uh, we are here uh, today chatting with, just first name? Marco. Marco and? Chloe. Marco and Chloe. Well guys, thanks for talking with us today on TCC Radio. So just for context, uh, TCC Radio, we call ourselves a spiritual speaker's corner. We just get opinions from folks on different things going on in the culture. Got to be honest, uh, never, ever, ever have we interviewed someone from the UK. So it's going to be fun. And we're talking to people about religion. Now, you've, you've confessed you're not religious folks. That's fine. No problem. But um, um, how would you define religion?
2: Like, if you kind of think of, here's a kind of a layman's definition. What do you think religion is? to do know. It's kind of what you believe in with, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I suppose people see it as like a way of, like teaching you morals and different things, different beliefs. Um, but I suppose people have different morals and different religions, so it's it's teaching you different ways and following things that are uh, almost using it as a moral pathway and teaching you ways to actually live your life. I suppose. Interesting. So, so Marco, you would you would connect
0: religion to morality pretty easily. That's kind of how
2: that plays out in your mind, then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I, I think like people use it as a basis to make decisions on. Um, from obviously what they learn they teach different things and I think people like to pick different things from different religions so people can follow it in different ways and like for example I've been um, baptized but I'm not I wouldn't sound religious that's because my family so I went to religious primary school but I haven't picked it up myself but I think other people can pick it up and then kind of interpret their own ways so they can see it as a way of following their own life or different really means of
0: just going to hazard a guess that it was Church of England, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> what other option is there, hey? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Chloe, what do you think? How would you define religion
2: in your mind?
3: Uh, I'd probably say similar, just like a way of life. People live differently through different religions, so whatever it says in, like if it's the Bible or anything else, then they'll go buy things like that and what they're taught, so i say it's a way of life more than anything.
0: Yeah, that's very good stuff. So now Webster's Dictionary says that religion is not just a belief in a divine being, which you guys didn't really say that, you, you kind of went a little further, but any perspective that attempts to answer the big questions of life. You know, throughout time, uh, philosophers have been wrestling with these, what they call the big three questions, like, where do I come from? What am I here for? Where am I going when I die? Right? Those big questions. Now, um, you obviously have beliefs on those things I would say like if I was just really quickly so uh, where do you believe we came from not not uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia where I'm from or, or England but uh, where do you believe do you believe in, in creation or evolution in the big picture, Marco?
2: Yeah, I'd say evolution I mean I don't really think too deeply into that or really uh, afterlife as such either I think some people obviously do look into different ways and do think of where we came from and what happens after. But I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd say evolution is what I believe in. in. Do, you think, do you think a belief in evolution informs how you live your life in any way? No, no, not at all. Um, I think probably religion would be more in that instance. If you were religious, you'd probably think you believe in heaven, so you'd probably live your life more kind of religious in that sense. But no, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't change me in any way for, for what I believe in. And Chloe, what do you think? Uh, creation, evolution, what's your belief?
0: I'm
3: evolution as well. That's what I believe in. But I do with like heaven and stuff. I like to think that there's something. I don't know, but I don't think it's nice to think that when you die, that's it. So sometimes it's nice to think there's something after. And I think it. It's not nice.
0: I like that. Yeah, you're right. That's not nice, okay, is it?
3: You know what I mean, like, it's, sometimes it's just nice to have hope that you might see someone again if there is. I think religion gives you that hope that it's not the end if you do die things like that. So that's the only nice yeah but evolution otherwise
0: (laughs) okay that's fair now do you think it's possible that that there is sort of one true religion that can correctly objectively answer all the big questions of life do you think that you think that it's possible that there's someone who's as it were got it right do you think we can know those things
2: yeah i suppose um if there is going to be kind of that then there would be one right if there was what kind of a a religion but I think maybe religion has all come from one big thing and everyone's interpreted differently and that's why we've got different kind of beliefs and morals but yeah sure I mean I suppose it's like Chinese whispers kind of all religions might have just branched off one thing so I suppose yeah somewhere there might be one kind of true answer one true religion but for me I'm not religious so I wouldn't know or believe in that but there's a possibility I wouldn't rule anything out at all no, Chloe. You had mentioned that um, that it's it's
0: nice to have a hope. Um, would you yourself um, express any definitive hope about that big third question of what happens when we pass on? Do you do you have a belief yourself? What do you think happens when someone dies? What what's your thought on that?
3: I really don't know, like at all. I think I hope that there's something, but I think it is hope. I just I don't know. I haven't it's hard to say isn't it because I don't I don't know enough about religion to say exactly what would happen I don't know but I think I I just hope that there's something more so I think heaven's a nice thing to believe in so yeah
0: okay now have you ever heard um, how God answers these big questions have you ever heard what the Bible says about these things
2: has anyone ever told you that yeah, well, with the creation, um, how the world was created in, was it six days or seven days? Was seventh day the rest day? Well, you're going for the jugular, man. Wow, okay. <laughs> so, so like, I suppose, yeah, we taught, we learned that in different ways, and we learned that, um, obviously, there's heaven after. So we have learned small things, but like Chloe said, I don't believe I, like, either of us are really that religious to know too much about it.
0: Hi, this is Corey with TCC Radio. We'll get you back on the street with Marco and Chloe and I in a few But first, here's how you can partner in the Gospel with us. Hi, I'm Corey McKenna, President of The Cross Current. We all know that Canada needs Christ, yet how are the lost to believe in Him, of whom they have never heard? That's why we're asking like-minded Christ followers in Canada, will you help here at home with The Cross Current? Thanks to ministry partners like you, we were able to raise the minimum support necessary to send me into the field full-time on July 1st. But to launch a new online training platform and release a new radio program to reach more youth and young adults for Christ, we need your support. As you pray for us, would you consider sowing into our ministry and then go to helphear.ca That's H-E-L-P-H-E-A-R.ca and give. We thank God for you and your partnership in His gospel. That's an honest answer. He, he actually says that we were created in His image to imitate Him right that is to say that that uh, as image bearers of god my guess is you are very moral people right you know right from wrong you give and receive love you you can identify what's not right what's not just and you identify things as true or false and those are really characteristics scripture says that as image bearers of god we we uh, we carry, we have aspects of who he is, right? so we're, But we're made to imitate him. So what that means is basically because God is good, I'm to be good. Because God is just, I'm to be just. Because God is truth, I'm to be truthful. The problem is that's just not the way we do things. We tend to want to do our own things. So the thing is when I lie, would you say lying generally is wrong? Yeah, generally, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So the problem is, is, it's not so much that when I lie, it's bad enough that I deceive Marco or Chloe away from what's true. That's bad, but God would say what's infinitely worse is when I lie, because I've made in His image to imitate Him, because He's not a liar. When I lie, I lie about who He is. When I steal, it's bad enough I take your purse or your phone, or that shouldn't do that. We know that's wrong. But the Bible says is that as one's made in God's image, uh, because God is not a thief, I don't want to lie about who He is. That, that's sort of the, the idea there. So when we come into relationship with our Creator, thankfully His meaning for our lives now becomes very clear. Now this is interesting, and as people who are not religious, who are not, would not identify themselves as Christian, when I t- say to you that the meaning of life is to glorify and enjoy God forever, how does that, how does that hit you, just gut reaction to that? To, to, uh, to glorify God and en- enjoy God forever.
2: What's your thought on that? I'm not sure, I suppose I haven't really heard that. I suppose, I understand what you mean, like our actions reflect how he looks. So I understand that. Um, so I understand why people live in the way that, kind of how he created us, he wants us to live by. So to be kind of have a good morals and, and different things, but I'm not really sure. I haven't really heard that in a sense. I mean, yeah, so I wouldn't really know. But I understand why people would kind of live by that way, especially if that's what they truly believe that our actions reflect. How he looks as well. So,
0: Chloe, oh, anything, anything to add to that? How that, how that kind of hits you about uh, that? Uh, our meaning of life is uh, is to glorify God and enjoy God forever. And let's just be honest, we're kind of living for ourselves. We're not living for God. I mean, most people don't even thank God for their food before they eat it, right? How do you, th- what do you think of that?
3: I get it, and I get why people do, but then I think what if it is wrong and then you've lived your whole life for something that isn't real that's what I'd always question that's why we probably not say we're that religious because we don't know for certain I think with evolution if there's more facts and a lot of people go off facts more than anything else not that saying it's not true but like you don't know but then if it's not and you have lived your whole life by it then yeah.
0: That's Honest answer, yeah. So, so certainly God answers these questions. He says we're created in his image. Uh, Marco, you had that earlier. And then he said the meaning of life when we come into a relationship with him is to glorify him, to enjoy him forever. And then when we die, Jesus actually promised that we'd be with God forever. See, this rebellion, if this sort of continues, we would understand that Again, because God is just, when we die and face God, it would only follow and make sense that God would hold us accountable as our Creator for the things we've done, things we've done against people, and certainly things we've done against Him. That's why He says, "Every deed done in darkness, everything that we've done, every sin we've committed, will be, uh, will be basically, um, will be held accountable for, right?" And it says, "It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God." I'm not trying to preach it, you guys, but the Christian message says, "Wow." We know these things are wrong, but we do them anyway. We violate our conscience, and then when we stand before God, it only makes sense that, like any just judge, he's going to hold us accountable. Uh, And the problem is, really, that he is forever. He is eternal. He's not temporal like we, you know, we live a life. You get older, you die. Because he's eternal, the punishment is eternal, which is you know you get the concept of the Bible of hell and all that kind of thing. But Jesus promised that that if we um, if we when we understand the good news, because right at this point you're like, what's the good news in that? There's no hope in that. That's a that's a drag, right? I mean, we know these things. Here's the good news that that God said. I so love the world that I sent my son. He sends his son into this world, Jesus Christ, who you probably learned a little bit about in, in Church of England, but most people don't know why the guy came. Jesus comes as fully man and fully God to live a perfect life, to die the death required as payment for sin. Jesus gave his life as a ransom to buy back um, out of sort of spiritual slavery those he came to save. He dies. He, he's treated miserably. He's nailed to a cross. He comes back from the dead, it says, and he promises that that if we will turn from our sin, we will repent of our sin, put our faith in him, right? He's the object of my faith and affection. The cool thing is is that when we die, we'll be with God forever. Now, maybe you don't know this, but, um, but uh, the scriptures would say that only Christianity makes the claim that all who repent and put their faith in Jesus will actually be with God forever when they die. Now, I understand you're, you. You say you're not religious people, but if you think about this this idea that here's God and His love and mercy, nothing we do to deserve this. Matter of fact, I think arguably we've all lived our lives totally against God, not thanking God. But God extends this free gift, and as it were, we're standing in in in, uh, in court against Him. We've we've uh, we've sinned against Him, and He steps down from His bench, as it were, and lays down His life for my life. He gives His life as as my uh, as my payment, as it were. And I walk free, and he's the one with the power and authority to do that. What's your initial thought on someone who would, and I'm not baiting, just honestly, what's your initial thought on someone who would, who would, in love and mercy and grace, compassion, lay down his life, though he's without sin, so that I could walk free and live a life on purpose and
2: be with him forever? How does that hit you? Is that, would you call that good news? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's a lovely idea to, to think. I mean, it's great. I mean, that's kind of... A, a, a very nice, obviously gesture. If, if that is true, it's it's hard to kind of because we're not so religious. It's hard to kind of. Give a true, an honest opinion, but yeah, it's
0: a lovely. idea. Some might say it's an advantage you're not religious because if you haven't sort of um, been kind of, as it were, indoctrinated with a whole bunch of rights and you know and rules and you know, you know what I'm saying. Some people have grown up under a regime of being very, very religious, you know, in all those directions. But this is why Jesus said, "I'm the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father um, except through me." So let me just let me just sort of kind of summarize with this, guys. Here, here's what our research suggests. I'll just finish with this. You've been so very kind to talk, for sure. Um, It says, because all people attempt to answer the big questions of life. We live in light of our ultimate commitments, right? Where we come from, um, even uh, what we're here for and all those things. All people are sort of religious by nature. And by nature it means, this. we have beliefs, fundamental beliefs, and uh, and the question is, is what are those true or are those false? So all people were created in God's image to worship, and and, and uh, we we really are religious by nature. But as people in our fallen state, we kind of reject God. So there's all kinds of religions, and you guys probably know this. Is there lots of religions in the UK as well?
2: Yeah, I suppose. What's the
0: main one? Do you think?
2: I don't really know. Yeah, Christian or Muslim, I think. Muslim, probably? Yeah, I'd say. I mean, there's yeah, so many different religions all over the world. So, but yeah, I mean, Christian is, is, yeah, very more diverse, I'd say. Yeah, especially in like 20th century, definitely. But yeah, Christian's obviously the big one in the UK, I'll probably say, in Muslim, probably. Well,
0: Scripture says truth only comes from God and His word. And this means that even false religions contain elements of truth, and they testify to the truth of God, but it's only through repentance and faith in Christ, and anyone can come to worship God, the true God. Okay, but that, that's that's sort of. I mean, obviously, as we talk about religion, it would be um, it would not make a lot of sense if we didn't at least share what we understand the Christian message to be. And I hope you guys will think about that. We we think a little bit about what we've talked
2: about. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, uh, obviously, talking about it, you think about it more. But I think I, I think because uh, like obviously, I have been brought up with like different. Uh, we did religious in in school, and I've always just stuck to what I believe in, and I think that that won't change for me. But yeah, I definitely think about it.
0: Chloe, uh, I mean, that, that big glooming question of what happens on the other side, I mean, we really don't know when we're going to die. Have had friends die young, maybe you have two? So I think it's really important to think about these things before that point, because when when we die, it's too late, right? Will you at least think about it?
3: Yeah, no, definitely I think about it, but, yeah, I'm not sure whether mine will change either, but we can give it a thought yeah. at,
0: least. It yeah. hope, at least. Yeah, gives you hope, believe. Yeah. Thanks for talking, guys. Really appreciate it. Hi, I'm Corey McKenna, president of The Cross Current. We all know that Canada needs Christ, yet how are the lost to believe in Him of whom they have never heard? That's why we're asking like-minded Christ followers in Canada, will you help here at home with The Cross Current? Thanks to ministry partners like you, we were able to raise the minimum support necessary to send me into the field full-time on July 1st. But to launch a new online training platform and release a new radio program to reach more youth and young adults for Christ, we need your support. As you pray for us, would you consider sowing into our ministry and then go to helphear.ca That's H-E-L-P-H-E-A-R dot C-A and give. We thank God for you and your partnership in His gospel.
1: Uh Let's get personal
0: uh, And make sharing your faith a part of every day Welcome to Let's Get Personal, a 60-second sample of personal witness training with the cross current. Christian, do you know that all conversations and confrontations about your faith come down to competing claims of authority? Like, who says? Well, because Jesus says that He has all authority, why not share Christ and His Word as your source of authority and then compare theirs to Him? That way, it's never you and your Word that get the glory, but Jesus and His. And that's just a glimpse of how TCC can help you and your church normalize sharing Christ in all your personal relationships.
1: Personal. For more uh, personal witness center training, go to
0: Who do you say that Jesus
1: is? There's so many reasons to point where he doesn't exist. He existed.
3: He, existed. Okay. he definitely existed. Jesus,
1: Buddha, I think they're all kind of equally as important.
0: I'd say Jesus is like uh, an alien. He's an alien. Okay. Who do you say, sir, that Figure Jesus is Lord? Tune in to the outreach radio show that's really got people talking. Who do you say that I am? On the Cross Current Radio Show with me, Corey McKenna. Hello, this is Paul Washer, and you're listening to the Cross Current Radio Show. Welcome back to the studio of TCC radio and part four of this series that we've called got religion in part one. We learned that all humans got religion in the sense that we all instinctively worship someone or something in part two. We heard God's word for atheist and agnostic fool because through his creation, All people actually know God and are without excuse for denying him. And last time in part three, we discovered one wonderful word that sets Christianity apart from all other religions. Relationship. A redemptive relationship that God himself has graciously established exclusively with his children. And that brings us to this final part four, where we'll again open God's Word to expose the ultimate source of all false religion, in hope that God allows the blind minds of all our unbelieving hearers to finally see clearly who Jesus really is. That's where we're headed, so let's get started. Now, if you've been tuned in to the Cross Current for any length of time, you know that we've been very specifically called by God to the ministry of sharing the gospel. And in that context, the Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 that it's only by God's mercy that we as Christians have this ministry. And because God himself is first and foremost hearing how we're sharing his word, we must always do so primarily to his glory as accurately and clearly as possible. And as we do, because God is always true to his word, we can be confident and hopeful that he will be faithful to deliver unbelievers out of the darkness and deception of the devil and into the glorious, soul-saving light of Christ. The devil? I know he didn't just say that. Oh, yes, he did. And before you change the channel, non-Christian, please consider carefully this question. The devil is also called the deceiver. So, is it possible that you've been deceived by the devil and are now in terrible danger? Come on, really? Listen. I'm not some superstitious ancient who worships at an altar and believes in the boogeyman. In this age of knowledge and information, I'd know if I'm being misled. Actually, you wouldn't, because by definition, to be deceived means that you don't know. And the devil, Satan, the enemy of our soul, has spiritually blinded and captured unbelievers to do his will, and they're so deceived that they don't even know it's happening. That's what scripture says, and do you know that the world has actually said something similar to, even in these modern times? In the mid-90s, Hollywood released a secular movie. I can't violate my conscience by giving you the title. But here was an actual line in the script. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Now, I might change that from past tense didn't to present tense doesn't. But the warning is true nonetheless. The devil is real, and he's still active in the world, corrupting men and women and causing them to turn from God. And as the ultimate deceiver, the devil himself has actually perpetuated modern skepticism about the supernatural, including his very existence. And so, as since the very beginning, we still see the result of his deception all around as unbelievers are totally blind to his schemes. And who and what we're exposing in this episode is the truth that one of the reasons we have so many false religions in the world is because of the satanic deception imposed on the human race by the enemy of our souls, the devil, who only seeks glory and worship for himself. As we've been saying throughout this entire series, God created people to worship Him. People are wired as worshipers. But because we've all been deceived to believe we can live without God or be our own God, all people can only worship in ways serving the purposes of the one who ultimately opposes God, the devil himself. At the beginning of Christ's ministry, Satan offered Jesus all the kingdoms of the world if he'd just worship him, and the same temptation for power is still offered by the same forces of evil today. Yes, all people should be wise to resist temptation, as Jesus did, and worship God alone. But because people are actually held captive by the devil, they somehow need to be set free. So how can people break out of that spiritual blindness and bondage? Well, they can't. But God can on their behalf. And that's exactly what he did in the person and work of Christ. Only God makes his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of his glory in the face of his Son. Only God can allow any of us to see clearly who Jesus really is. Only God can perform in our hearts and minds His miracle of salvation. And it's our hope and prayer that He's done that for you today. And if you've heard the gospel and your mind has seen the glory of God in Christ for the very first time, would you kindly contact us directly at connect at tccradio.com? We'd love to get you connected with a church in your area that'll help you know Jesus more and more until you actually see him face to face. And if you're a Christian who already knows Jesus and would like to make him known to others, please visit us online at thecrosscurrent.com to access free gospel outreach resources more information about training with TCC and to securely give to our great cause of airing and sharing Christ right here in Canada well thanks again for tuning in to Got Religion on TCC Radio until next time I'm Corey McKenna in the studio and on the street keeping the cross current in our culture Hi, I'm Corey McKenna, President of The Cross Current. Will you help hear H-E-A-R at home with us? Thanks to ministry partners like you, we were able to send me into the field full-time on July 1st. But to equip more Christians online and to engage more non-Christians on air, we need your support. To learn how to pray, give, and go with us, Visit helphear.ca. That's H E L P H E A R.ca. We thank God for you and your partnership in His Gospel.